This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, this is Spin Talk with Lauren. There are already a lot of comments coming in about the email we got in from a listener who is in a bit of a, a difficult situation in that she has two dogs. She lives with her boyfriend. They've just recently moved in together and um, this wasn't a problem before, but now that they live together, when his little girl comes to stay, the little girl is afraid of the dogs and the little girl's mum has said, I don't want your dogs near my child because the mum is afraid of dogs as well. And our listener, you know, was like, look, I get every, not everyone's a dog person, but they're my dogs and this is my home and they're used to being inside. I don't feel it's fair that they have to be booted out. So... One point she made in the email, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, by the way. If this is something you have any experience over, you can offer any help. I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text her WhatsApp. But one point that the listener made is that she feels that um, the child's mum, her boyfriend's ex, has passed her own fear of dogs onto her child. And I know this is something a lot of people try not to do. So for some help on that, I'm joined now by Fiona Gregan, the Education Officer with Dogs Trust. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on, because I think when we got this email, Fiona, we felt like this is probably a situation that many people find themselves in, is that there's dogs in their life or in someone's life, but there's someone who maybe isn't that big on the idea of these dogs. And, um, you know, not passing a fear on to children is something people... Um, try try to work on. So tell me a bit about the work you do as the education officer with Dogs Trust. Yep, we have an education team here in Dogs Trust that we go out and we visit schools, primary schools, and we are currently going into the community as well um, with our new campaign, Be Dog Smart. So Be Dog Smart is really relevant to your conversation today. Our, we launched our campaign there last year and it is about targeting with dogs and, and understanding and being safe around dogs and making sure that we can try and educate ourselves um, in different parameters that we know how to be safe around a dog. So we talk to adults as well, um, as well as children now and we go out into the community and we have free workshops um, that anybody can book in and we can come in and have a chat and make sure that we can target the right area. Workshops we have are for primary school children we can also speak to adults talking about if maybe someone's expecting a a baby and they have a dog and they're worried about the safety there um, a lot of preparation is the key there we have um, workshops for adults that maybe have toddlers um, adults that have uh, primary school children adults that have teenagers because at different ages of our lives there's different advice that we would give okay. um, for this particular instant I mean something that we always think about when a child is scared of a dog is if they have had uh, maybe an instant that's happened to them with a, a dog before so maybe that's something that the the family might want to discuss with the child. Is, is there something that's maybe making that fear? Or like you say, maybe it's a learned fear um, that was in the email. But it's something maybe to ask the child why they're fearful. And then trying to explain to them there are certain things that we can do to try and combat and help that fear and build some confidence back into the children. Because obviously we don't want it affecting them, them or their lives or being out in society. Um, one of the things that we say it's not the breed, it's a deed. And sometimes children are fearful of certain types of dogs because of maybe stigmas that they've heard. And it's not about the type of dog. It's not about the breed of the dog. It's about the deed. It's the way that we as owners bring up our dogs and socialise our dogs and, and make sure that our dogs are familiar with certain things. So 
to try and educate children that it's not a certain type of dog that might be fearful. It's, we try and not look at it in that respect, but more it's about the way the dog has been brought up and dogs can be extremely friendly. We just have to make sure, obviously, if we're going to approach a dog, that we always ask the owner. So I think this um, building confidence with the children is really important. Yeah, and that's something I feel quite strongly about myself, Fiona, because... Um, if you are the owner of a certain breed that perhaps gets judged a bit at times, um, mm-hmm. you know, and might be a very friendly dog, it, it's lovely when people ask and they say hello because, mm-hmm. you know, there are, there mm-hmm. are dogs that might look very friendly but might not be. So getting mm-hmm. that message across to kids, um, how, how do we do that? How do we, you know, not make them afraid of a dog but just get that message across that it is so important to ask before you say hello to a dog? We have um, a certain way that we teach the children how to safely approach the dog. So, first of all, always asking the owner is the most important thing. And dogs have feelings just like we do. And I think that's important for children to understand and have a connection and build empathy um, with dogs and have a relationship. And they understand that they can feel scared as well, just like we can. They can feel happy. They can feel excited. And sometimes they can be in great moods and sometimes they might not be in great moods. Just like us, every day when we're, you know, going into school or going into work, some days we're in super moods and some days we're not. So it's about for them to understand on their level that understanding and that therefore when we see a dog, it's not based on how it looks, whether we can go over and pet it or not. It might be a lovely dog, but maybe it just doesn't feel like being pet that day or maybe it's a little bit sick. So asking the owner is so important. Now, obviously we don't be asking strangers for children in that respect and we have to make sure that they are with a responsible adult. But if the owner does give them permission to pet that dog, and slowly approaching the dog. We don't want to run towards the dog. We don't want to give it a fright or get it excited or scare it. We slowly approach the dog. We go around to the front of the dog, even for this particular family in the house um, when the child's coming to visit. Again, she doesn't know if that child, that dog is in a good mood that day. Just to, I'm sure they're very friendly dogs, but always just ask the owner, is your dog okay? Can I pet it today? How's it feeling? Go up to the front of the dog so it sees you and it knows that, that you're there. So we're not approaching it from behind and it doesn't get it right. And then we use something called our safe hand with children and with adults. It's a very easy um, but uh, sensible approach. So we tuck our, our thumb in and our fingers over. So our fingers are all nice and protected in a little ball. We go up to the dog and we let the dog come to us and sniff us and get a nice connection with us and familiar with who we are. And therefore, when we go in to pet it, it'll be a bit more aware that we're in its vicinity, that we're near it. And then we go in and we give it a nice gentle rub. And sometimes we might want to ask the owner where if a dog has sore ears or things. And under the chin so it can maybe see you and it doesn't feel like you're going up above its head onto its back. And that can sometimes cause it to jump. So just making sure we ask the owner and we use our safe hand when we're gently petting a dog. And if we are a little bit frightened of a dog, not to run away from it. Because dogs will just be interested in what we're doing and think we're playing a game and they might want to chase us and not necessarily because they mean any harm but it can cause them to get excited and cause them to run so if we walk when we're leaving a dog and we're approaching it that'll keep us much safer as well That's great advice Finally Fiona just before I let you go for um, this child's mother you know she's obviously an adult afraid of dogs and I always think the worst thing you could probably say to an adult who's afraid of dogs is there's nothing to be afraid of because mm-hmm. that's not very, very helpful. So as an adult, maybe, how can you learn to introduce um, dogs into your life again if it is perhaps a fear you would like to conquer? I definitely think, like you said, at all ages we can be we can be fear of dogs. It doesn't matter what age we are. And the same for adults. Um, we do have our workshops that are 
adult based citizens in the community are Be Dog Smart workshops. So you can go to www.bedogsmart.ie and although it's adults that are educating them maybe towards their family, also they're going to pick up tips for themselves as well. So what we talked about, safely approaching a dog, it doesn't matter what age you are, that's a good method to go up to a dog and not to run away from a dog. Sometimes people might slap their hands around if they're a little bit scared, cross your hands, across your body and, and just cross your arms and with a child we call it the X factor, we get them to put their hands across their chest but we bring our hands up away from the dog and we cross them and walk away nice and slowly and ignore the dog. We don't want to be shouting at it and telling it to go away if we're frightened because then it'll just be interested in what we're saying. So just slowly walk away, bring our hands up, try and ignore the dog and, and, and leave the dog um, in that manner is much safer. But in the house as well, we've got to think about being safe around a dog. And for this particular family, when the dog and the children are in the house together, simple methods for children, I think, that we have to remember and educate them about is not approaching a dog when they're eating or sleeping and not to be sitting or lying on them or pulling at their tails or their ears. Um, and avoidance is a warning sign that a dog often gives. If they are not interested in something, they might want to try and leave that situation or leave the room. And we have to be aware of that and let them leave and not follow them and remember that they have feelings too and sometimes they need their space just like we do um, but supervision is the key okay. obviously we never leave a child alone with a dog and we have to supervise and hopefully that could maybe give that mother some reassurance that the, the new partner could say we will always make sure that we are supervising the situation because that is the key because at the end of the day no matter how friendly they are they are our doggies at the end of the day they can't talk and tell us so we need to supervise Fiona, thank you so much for coming on the show today. That's just brilliant. Really good to have you. You're so welcome, Lauren. If anybody is interested in our free workshops, they can go to www.bedogsmart.ie as well and and book in and we can come out and talk more in detail about what we've talked about today. Education Officer with Dogs Trust, Fiona Gregan. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren. Hi. Um, Wow, wealth of knowledge there. And as Fiona mentioned, those uh, workshops are free. Be Dog Smart. Really, really interesting stuff. And maybe this is something that you can relate to today, maybe not the exact situation that we got in the email, but trying to introduce a child to a dog. So this is this is kind of an awkward one, I suppose, because our listener, if you're just joining me, has just recently moved in with her boyfriend. He moved in with her. She has two dogs, so they're already living in this home. Now, the boyfriend has a little girl from a previous relationship, and what the issue is now is that obviously when he has... Um, visitation with her or whatever like when she comes to stay with her dad she's now coming to stay with him in this house where there's two dogs and the child's mother is not happy with that and is insisting on the dogs being put out our listeners like look I get it that's his child these are my dogs but I just don't think it's fair that they need to be put out I've offered to maybe try and introduce them to work on something here and she's having none of it can you see where the listener is coming from with her two dogs or would you be in in the mother's camp on this and just say no like that's my child and if there's going to be dogs around I don't want them near her I'm on 087 711 1038 Kelly is on the line Hi Kelly Hi Lauren how are you? Good thank you very much What do you make of all this Kelly? Well, to be honest I just think that when the child's with her father he should be responsible for her and the mother should allow that to be the case you know, she should trust that he's not going to leave her around a dog that she's not comfortable with or dogs that aren't suitable for being around kids. Yeah, I yeah. really want to know what kind of dogs they are because I feel like some dogs really get judged. But that's an interesting point because I said earlier on, I was like, it kind of seems to be 
her going to the mother saying, listen, I, I'll introduce a little one to the dogs. Like, they're great with my nieces and nephews. Like, I'll work on this. Like, trust me and I'll make this a good situation and the mother's having none of it. What, you're right. Like, he doesn't seem to be getting involved at all. No, no. I'd love to hear what he thinks about it, but obviously we only know her side of it. What if he, like, obviously he's living with a girlfriend. He he is living with the dogs. I'm I'm going to presume that he likes them. Um, you know, what if he said to the mother, look, the dogs are going to be inside. I'll take care of the situation. Like, I, I, I'll be responsible when she's over. You know, does the mother, as you said, really have a leg to stand on then? Like, she, he's the child's father. But that's what I would think. On his time with his daughter, it should be his call to make. You know, there, there should be enough trust there to say, well, oh, well she is his dad. She's not going to put her in a situation she's uncomfortable with. Yeah, that's, she's, it, she's very afraid of dogs, the mum. You know, and yeah. that's where the little one has got it. So... Yeah, it's it will be hard for her, I'm sure. But I get where you're coming from. That you know, I'm sure there's loads of things that you you think of as a parent and you freak out about. But you've just got to trust their other parent that you know they'll be responsible. Yeah, she should be willing to work on it because it's going to be something the child's going to need to get used to as she gets older as well. Like she's going to encounter dogs in her life, whether she lives with them or not. But it should be something that the mother is willing to work on to help the child overcome it too. Yeah. Really good to speak to you, Kelly. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Aaron. Bye-bye. Uh, Kelly's made the point, and I think it's a really good one, that, you know, the mum probably shouldn't be dictating what happens when the child is in the care of her father. Would you agree with that? I know it's a difficult one because the mum is so afraid of dogs. Well, we reckon that that's where the child got the fear from. How, you know, if you're not a dog person, if you're not into dogs, would you be comfortable with your child being in a house with dogs when you're not there, dogs that you don't know? It, it is a difficult one. That's hard for me to say. I'm a total dog person. Now, lots of people are having their say on Facebook and Adam says they are animals. They belong outside. They evolved outside. Shelley says the mother's not there, so good luck to her. If the child is afraid, show her the dogs out the window and slowly introduce them. Well, that is what our listener has suggested. She has said to the mother, listen, the dogs are super friendly. I, the, my nieces and nephews love them like they're good with kids trust me I'll make this work and the mother's having none of it so what can you do like you're not the kid's mother you're the stepmother would that be a difficult one for you Leon says I had a similar issue with my girlfriend's kids they claim to be allergic to cats I have an apartment cat who I've had for years my girlfriend likes her but when her kids came over first they uh, were a little sniffly and sneezed a bit and she freaked out saying the cat had to go She's an apartment cat and can't be just thrown outside. I suggested the kids taking antihistamines, etc. and all sorts. Hoovered the place all over before they came and put the cat in a locked room. She still moaned. We broke up in the end, but this, this wasn't the main reason, but it was certainly part of it. Well, there you go. Now, I don't know. As Kelly said, we don't know where the dad is on this. But he's living in this house where his girlfriend has two dogs. So when his daughter comes to stay... You know, at the moment what's happening is the dogs are just being put outside for the weekend. And our listener, you know, I, I do, I feel for her that she's like, they're my dogs. I, They're not, you know, they live in this house and they're being booted out when the little one comes over. Is there any kind of agreement we can come to on this? We had Fiona Gregan on earlier on, who's the, the education officer with Dogs Trust. And it sounds incredible, the work they do. Is there anyone 
maybe that has been in a situation like this who has been afraid of dogs who has had to learn to get to know a dog or maybe there's been a dog in your life that you're like I need to conquer this fear either as a child or as an adult what maybe advice would you have for these guys I'm on 87 we got an email in from a listener if you're just getting involved I'll read it again for you she says hi Spin I was hoping your listeners would have some advice I've been with my boyfriend for two years and recently he moved in with me thing is I have two dogs and my boyfriend has a little girl it wasn't a problem until we moved in but now that she comes to stay every second weekend the dogs are a problem for her mum She has insisted that they aren't to be in the house when her daughter is with us and the little one is terrified of them. I totally get that not everyone's a dog person, but I feel like my boyfriend's ex has passed her fear onto her child. I've offered to slowly introduce them to her and I've tried explaining how good they are. My nieces and nephews adore them, um, but she won't have it. I don't know what to do because I don't think it's fair that two harmless dogs have to be booted out of their own home. So we spoke earlier to Fiona Gregan, who's the Dogs Trust Education Officer, and she had some great advice and spoke about, um, you know, education for kids and go, they go out into the community as well um, and educate people about dogs and their emotions and especially for kids, how to approach dogs. And someone made the point earlier on, I think it's a really good one, Kelly, I think it was, was saying that, you know, this child in her life, like it's not something you want kids to grow up with this fear of dogs and I totally agree and I think to be fair there's a lot of people out there who are afraid of dogs and they do their best not to pass it on to their kids because you know you you want kids to to not be afraid of them and there's so many um, reasons not to be but it's all about education and this listener has offered to do that but the mum is having none of it I can also see though where the mum is coming from that she's like this is my kid and they're your dogs and I'm not okay with it so just respect that what do you think 087-711-1038 Pat says typical crazy dog lady thinks her dogs are more important than kids the kids are human the dogs are dogs the dogs should go out yeah but to this crazy dog lady Pat those dogs are her kids you know and she it sounds very reasonable to be fair she's like I totally get it but I just would like to come to some kind of agreement Billy says the child should always come first. If the mum has genuine concerns, then they should be respected. He should provide a safe environment for his daughter. If the mum doesn't think it's safe, then the dog should be put in the back garden. What's the big deal? It's only for an hour or two. Dogs can bite, even small ones at any time, as we found out. Um, Billy, I hope everyone is okay, firstly. Um, But it's the weekend, you know. And I think as well, look, some dogs, yeah, like they're grand. They don't mind being outside for a few hours at a time. And I'm sure she's taking them in, they're sleeping in at night when the little one is in bed or whatever. I'm sure it's being managed as best possible. But her point is, these are my dogs, this is their home. And, you know, I remember someone giving out to me, not giving out to me, but they were telling me about a small dog that snapped at a child. And I was like, oh God, like what happened? And it turned out that they were visiting someone. And so this dog, this was this dog's home. And it didn't bite the child. And I know it would have been awful if it did. But I think for anyone, and as I said earlier on, there's no point in me trying to hide on this. I'm a total dog lover. And I do get very frustrated when people don't educate themselves on taking care of dogs. And I think, you know, you have a responsibility as a dog owner, but people with children also have a responsibility. And in that situation of the small dog in its own house, snapping at a child that had come into its house, I don't blame the dog owner, I blame the parent in that because you let your child just roam free and wander around and that dog, all that dog knows is this is my house, who are you, what are you doing? 
and that might sound mad to people but I do I think that that is 100% the parent's responsibility if you're bringing a child into an environment where there is a dog then you need to educate your child on how to deal with that and the dog owner will do their end but you know I just think Billy you know it, that, that is that what I'm trying to say is that's where those dogs live so they're probably looking in the window at this kid being like what is she doing this is our house they have emotions as Fiona said just like we do you probably m- might have an issue with that I totally understand it like I said I don't have a kid I have a dog Michelle says no way would mine be put out Sive is very level headed she says even as someone who is terrified of dogs she has no right although if the little girl is genuinely terrified and nothing works maybe ask a friend to dog sit I think that could be a good solution I presume you're meaning the mother has no right and I think that was the point that Kelly was making as well is that while the child is in the care of her father the father will do will is responsible enough to take care and if he's happy for the dogs to be around the mother needs to trust that but I don't know I think that would be very very difficult for the mother what is your opinion on this one because as I said earlier people are really really divided on it do these dogs have to stay outside when the little one is over or can some compromise be reached? If you have ever been afraid of dogs or maybe had to get it to know a dog that you weren't that happy about, get involved in the conversation. Or if you've had to introduce kids to dogs, even though you're a bit nervous yourself or kids were afraid of dogs and you've had to do a bit of work with them, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. 87 an over 16's event. This is Spin Talk. You're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. So many different opinions coming in on this one. It's hard really to know what to do. Thanks so much for getting involved. Continue the conversation. Text or WhatsApp 087-711-1038. Paula's on the line. Hi, Paula. Hi there. Paula, you have a bit of a suggestion or you have what you, you think should happen. Well, it seems like the dad has moved into a family home, like the, the girlfriend and the dogs. That's her family. And for the father's daughter to come over and those little fur babies to be booted outside and him to allow that is kind of letting um, the ex-partner, the girl's mother, control the home that that man has moved into. Um, I feel the dad should be sticking up for the situation. He should really be telling that woman to butt out because that woman is not able to control his life if they've separated. She shouldn't be saying who's, who's in the house and when unless that's a dangerous person. Um, it's a great opportunity for that little girl to grow up to be not afraid of dogs as well. If those dogs are so friendly and safe, what better way than having um, a regular contact with a friendly, safe dog? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Paul. I do. I feel like, and I think a lot of people who are afraid of dogs don't want their kids to grow up with that fear. And I'm with you on the whole fur baby thing and them being part of the family. But it must be hard if you're not a dog person, particularly if you're afraid of dogs, to to see your child go into a home where there's two dogs. And now I don't know the breed. She's separated from that man. She's given up all rights. That When that man has that kid in his custody... He's the boss. It's as simple as that for you, Paula. I feel it's, it gets so complicated when one of the spouse or the, one of the parents tries to say what happens in the time that they don't have the custody of that child. It gets too complicated and it drives a wedge in the new relationship. 
So um, the wedge can get thicker and thicker. The more, the more weekends those dogs go outside, I feel that wedge will get deeper and deeper. And if the dad doesn't wake up to that fact, that relationship's going to go west as well. Really good to speak to you, Paula. Thanks for your opinion. Okay. Great yeah. to have you. Um, I think Paula's made a very similar point to Kelly, and it's really... Um, something that wasn't mentioned in the email is the dad in this. Like, this is his kid. You know, it shouldn't really be up to his girlfriend to be battling with his ex about whether or not the dogs are allowed to be around the kid. I think it's a really, really good point. But what Paul is saying is that this isn't about dogs and kids. This is about, you know, when you have custody of your child and your child's in your care, you make the decisions, you're the boss. And if there's dogs in this house, how great for this little one to grow up with them. What are your thoughts? Would it be that simple for you? 087-711-1038. Jack says, very selfish on this woman's part. We're not talking months, weeks or even days. Putting the two dogs out in the fresh air for a couple hours isn't going to traumatise them or harm them in any way. It sounds like they're very spoilt as it is. Clearly this woman has no kids if she's this anal about her dogs. Uh, listen, you, I, I'm a crazy dog lady. But I think there are, you know, you can be a crazy dog person and have kids at the same time. But I know what you're saying, Jack. And I do think from the from the kid's mum's position, she's probably looking at this going, this is ridiculous. Like, they're dogs. They're so spoiled. This is my child. But at the same time, why can't, you know, the, the little girl grow up with them and what uh, make it a positive experience, as Paula said. Faith says, why do they have to be outside and not just in another room? I'd boot him and the child out before the dogs. Um, the, you know, yeah. Um, Kira says, no chance my dog would go outside. I am sure she loves her boyfriend and his daughter, but if they were to marry and the dog spend more time outside, the more the, more the daughter stays as she gets older. It's absolutely ridiculous, especially as she has said they're friendly dogs. There should be no problem. Deirdre, another level-headed suggestion, says, why not invite the child's mother to meet the dogs? That way she could see how gentle they are. Well, she has offered. She has absolutely offered to help and to um, you know facilitate the the little girl getting less afraid of dogs it has been shot down love this message it says regarding your topic up to six years ago I was petrified of dogs so much so I couldn't pass one my children wanted a dog so I minded my brother's dog for a week while they were on holidays to see how I would get on as I also work it went so well Two months later, we got our rescue dog at 14 weeks old and five and a half years later, I can't imagine him not around. He's mad as a brush, but I love him to bits. Best decision I ever made was dealing with my fear. Well, there you go. And like, look, we don't know. Um, It doesn't sound like anything has happened with either of the dogs to warrant the little one being afraid of them. It sounds like the fear has come from the mother. But at the same time, we've only kind of got what we've been told in the email. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this today. There are so many messages coming through. You can continue the conversation on 087 711 Uh Very quickly back to the phones though. Catherine is there. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, I love your message, right? It's, it's simple yeah. and to the point. It just says, yeah. stupid woman making her daughter afraid of dogs. Yeah, why would she instill her stupid fear on her kids? I mean, the best thing you can do with children is rear them with animals, with rescue dogs, to teach them kindness. It teaches them manners. It teaches them to be respectful. And we'd have less psychopaths in the world if people were reared with rescue dogs and cats and animals. 
Now, to be fair to this woman, Catherine, right? It just, I feel like if she's very afraid of dogs, and I, I was wondering earlier on, maybe is it the breeds? We don't know what types of dogs they are, but maybe they're dogs that, I, I don't agree with it, but maybe they have, um, you know, a bit of a stigma attached to them. And this woman yeah, is Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand that. But I don't think that the children's, the child's father is going to put his child um, in danger. You know, give him some credit for being the father and the girlfriend. There, there's nobody is going to put their dogs in danger. Like this, I, I don't agree with the dangerous dog list. I have two Akitas myself, two rescue dogs from the Dublin Husky Rescue. And any dog can be trained with any other animal and can be trained, you know, to be kind and to be reared with children. And children can be taught to get over their fears and be kind and learn to love animals and respect them. So and what the, the woman, the, 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 lady, the woman has no right instilling her fears on her children. Okay, so where do no, they go no from right. here? How do they get around her? How do they explain this to her and say, look, like... We, I would, I would just, I would just say to her, the child will be coming out with the dogs. The dogs live in our home. They're obviously indoor dogs because people who leave their dogs at the back are psychopaths. You know, the child is going to be a happier child. She's going to be a healthier child. She's going to get to love the dogs, respect them, help to walk them, feed them. It's going to make her a nicer person. All right, Catherine. I would... Thanks a lot. Good to have you. Thanks so much. Uh, bye bye. No messing with Catherine. She's straight as narrow about how she feels about this. There is just no reason for this child to be afraid of the dogs. What do you think? Oh eight seven seven eleven one zero three eight. Shirley says I was afraid of dogs all my life, but seven years ago I got one. My life changed. It's more fulfilled than ever. I mind children. Five under five, and they all adore our baby girl. There's no way I'd put her out. We never leave her and get babysitters when we go out. Stop it, Shirley. Maybe introduce the girls slowly. In time, they'll be the best of pals. Jenga says, you are absolutely right. Their place is outside. A message earlier on had said, leave the dogs out. Well, you heard Catherine there. She thinks people who leave dogs outside are psychopaths. Jenga says, we humans are the ones who treat them like toys. And I'm sorry, but dogs smell no matter how many times you wash them because their skin that doesn't allow them to sweat. So your issue is the smell. Okay. Sarah says, it's a difficult one, I suppose. I'm hoping the fear of dogs is so severe for the mum is the reason she wants her daughter to avoid them too, that she's not being awkward purposely. I love dogs, so I can't relate at all to the mum, but she shouldn't pass her fear on to her child. Another says, I'm a crazy dog lady too. I have three kids. Sounds like that animal, sorry, sounds like that child's mother has X issues. Yet you're not the only one. Now, um, Sarah said it and a few others said earlier on is that I hope it's not... It just a, a thing be trying to be awkward. I don't think so. To be fair, just my read of the email is that everything is quite amicable. Like they have the little one every second weekend. Everything is cool. There's obviously been a conversation with her. There's no bitching or anything in the email because trust me, we get those emails too. So it does seem to be all quite reasonable. So I, I hope it is genuinely the mother is just so afraid. Cynthia says the fear has been passed on and the girl is right. If the dog is harmless, why can't she compromise? Personally, I wouldn't kick the dogs out the back if they were house dogs. If anything, the dad should be showing her not all dogs are bad and overcome her fear. Okay, so again, calls for the dad to man up on this one today and um, stop leaving it up to his girlfriend and his ex to try and compromise on this. He's the child's father. Amanda says, if you're serious with your boyfriend, and it would seem you are as he's moved